This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live on Get Connected. Andy Barrar here filling in for Mike Agarboa. I'm joined, of course, with the executive producer of the Get Connected television show and host, AJ Vickery. How are you, AJ? Hey, Andy. Good to see you. It's December 1st. December 1st, and we're live. I know. Uh, So this really kicks off our holiday kind of buying guide as we get closer to the holidays. I know a lot of people wait till the end, but we're going to be talking about all the different tech gift suggestions you can give your loved ones, and there's a lot out there. Well, do you think that people's uh, tech um, gift lists are getting bigger or smaller? You know, here's the thing, AJ. Everybody thinks about, oh, I want a new smartphone, I want a new tablet, but there are so many other cool tech products out there that's just going to blow people away. So I hope when we go open line later on in the show, uh, we're going to give you these gift suggestions, whether it's for your spouse, for the kids, or even the grandparents. We got a tech product out for everybody, and it's really, really good ones. So uh, I happened to be uh, watching the global news segment that you did uh, earlier this week. That was a very cool, uh, talking about STEM technology. That's right. And actually, we themed it to talk about these, what are called STEM toys. And we're going to learn all about them. But these are like educational toys for kids that can get them excited about technology, about engineering and math and science. So we're going to be talking to folks over at Little Bits after the break about these really, really cool. I, you know, I wish we had them when we were younger. Well, you know, it's funny because it made me laugh. Every time we talk about STEM and then you say science, you know, technology, engineering, math, it makes me feel like that's not fun. <laughs> but, then, but then I'm watching the segment, you built a guitar yes. uh, with, a com- with a computer and actually were able to play music from it. And that was really cool. Yeah, it has a circuit board on there. It's kind of, it's more like a keytar because yeah. it doesn't have strings on it. Yeah. But uh, you can make different types of sounds but on a scale. you built it. I know, and I built it. Uh, it's for eight-year-olds. <laughs> I still had to do it. It was yeah. really cool. I actually brought a kit in today from Little Bits. It's their Space Rover Inventor Kit. I thought your daughter was going to be here. So I know. She was here last time that we did the show, so it's unfortunate Emma didn't make it. A uh, lot's happening in the tech world. AJ, I don't know if you saw this. Have you, have you ever played this video game, Fortnite? I'm probably the one person who has not played Fortnite. No, me too, okay? <laughs> this is a video game. It's free. You can play it on, on your phone or on consoles, but it is highly addictive. In fact, a lot of kids now are going into video game addiction rehab because of this game. Let's talk about it. There's there's 200 million people that are registered to play this game online that have registered. At, I think I heard something interesting the other day that at, end, at their highest point, there was 8 million people concurrently playing this game against each other. Think about that. 8 million people in the world are online playing this game at the same time. Like, you see that movie Ready Player One? Yes. Kind of makes me feel like that. Yes. You know, it's coming into reality. People are living inside of this, diff- this digital world uh, playing this game where ultimately your end goal is to be the sole survivor. The thing is, when video, vers- video games first came on the scene, it was primarily with kids. Yep. But this is hitting adults. The Vancouver Canucks have banned their players from playing this when they're on the road because they were missing team meetings and dinners. Uh, because of this video game. Well, uh, you know, there's also, um, you know, data to show that it's actually popping up as one of the key reasons that people are having divorces as well. Can you believe it? It's a video game. I do believe it because when I was in university and one of the reasons I probably don't play Fortnite today is because uh, we played a game called Counter-Strike and you probably remember this one and it was an online game and we would literally, my roommate and I would get home, go into our separate rooms, log onto the computers, play, order pizza, play, and you know we'd stop playing at one or two in the morning, and I can't even think about how many hours I gave up. And yes. this is what we're seeing here, um, even even bigger. 
Yes, and what was one of amazing fact is a star pitcher on the Boston Red Sox. His name is David Price. He got scratched because he hurt his wrist from playing this game. He had like carpal tunnel syndrome, <laughs> and this is a professional athlete who is now like it's affecting his performance because of it. it it's it's crazy and. You know what's really interesting is I don't really consider myself a gamer. I've played one game religiously since 1992, and that's the NHL series. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the first year, AJ, where I did not get it on the opening day of when it was released. (laughs) And all my friends hate me right now because they want to come over, have a, you know, grab a case of beer and and play some, uh, some hockey. But... I, I just realized that it is highly addictive, and this is what I do in the wintertime. Well, as much as we love technology, it is a distraction, and I think where you see it probably most is with the uh, mobile phones, with yeah. smartphones, is that we're just like glued to our phone. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Driving you know, is one of these major problems yes. right now where, there, where tickets are being handed out because you're basically, once you're focused on reading an email, you're not driving anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I saw, did you see that uh, restaurant? Yes. So, so there's a restaurant, I believe it's out in the UK, and they're now basically saying, if you come into this restaurant and you put, the, for the parents, you put your phone in this box, your kids can eat for free. Yeah. Because what they are finding is when, when families go out, the parents are on their phones, not even talking to the kids. Right. Uh, well, um, it's called Frankie and Benny's. And yeah, that's the whole idea is that if you put, uh, if you surrender your phone, for the time that you sit there and have a meal, uh, your kids can eat for free. Pretty cool idea. Now, I got to ask, how how are you with your phone when you're around your daughter? She's, what, five now, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say that I'm pretty good. But here's my beef. Um, I'm driving, right? Yeah. So I don't get to use a phone. But my passenger, I won't, yeah. I won't, I won't say my wife... <laughs> Is on her phone, and I'm like, this is kind of unfair, you yes, know. You yeah. got to talk to me. Yes, yes. <laughs> if I can't use my phone, you got to talk to me. I, and I think society, we need these kind of like etiquettes now of when to, when you're allowed to, you know, use your phone. For example, I was at a Thanksgiving dinner with my family, and all the women were taking pictures on the couch. And then I, I went to go grab a drink. I come back, and they're all on their phones, posting it on Facebook, liking it, commenting on it, and they're sitting right beside each other and. <laughs> I had a couple of scotches and I was like lecturing them. What are you guys doing? Like you you finally get together and now you're on the online, as I call it, you know, trying to interact when you could do it face to face. And this is you and me talking, uh, who are the biggest tech guys around. I know. So um, pretty funny. One, One thing I did recently, AJ, is I built this little box at home and I put a wireless charger in it and it has like a hinge. So basically on the weekends, I try to leave my phone in there so I'm not distracted. It's, it's physically away from me. And I got to tell you, it's really hard to do. You yeah. feel so, I guess, disconnected yeah. when you don't have your phone on you. Yeah. Well, I think uh, a few um, uh, episodes ago, you and I were doing the show and we were talking uh, and uh, we were talking about the distraction and I believe I talked about my golf game, but the one day I forgot my phone to go play golf, I actually shot, you know, almost eight holes less than my average. So it, well, it's just, I think... I think it's important for everybody out there, whether you have a smartphone, tablets, or you watch Netflix, it's, it's really important to do a digital detox every once in a while because you start to realize just how addictive we are to our phones and how many times we check on it. Even like the manufacturers like Apple and Google are, are showing people about 
trying to reduce their screen time because it's become a huge societal issue. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the new um, uh, parental controls that came out with the iOS update were fantastic in terms of being able to really give you an idea in terms of monitoring how much time is being spent on these different applications. Especially as a parent, it's really hard to tell your kids to not do that if you do it yourself. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> like a family event now of let's try to, but like, do, do people play board games anymore? Like that's, I was raised by that. I, I don't even know. I played board games yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So good. This is very refreshing. You're giving, you're giving me hope here. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to the folks over at Little Bits. These are these electronic building block toys that are based on what are called STEM. And these are basically stand for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. These are toys that are going to get kids to become the future inventors. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Barrar in studio filling in for Mike Agarbo, joined in course with AJ Vickery. Uh, later on, we are going to go open line to give you some tech suggestions for the holidays, We're kicking off our kind of like holiday buying guides for the month of December. And speaking of holiday gift ideas, we're going to be talking to the folks over at Little Bits. On the line is Erin McKay. She's the Senior Product Strategy Lead for Education at Little Bits. Erin, thanks for coming on the show today. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So, Erin, before we talk about Little Bits and what that's all about, maybe you can explain better than I did what STEM means for the listeners out there. So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, Our company uses um, STEM. It's really inherent in our design. We're a technology company that empowers kids to be inventors, creators, and problem solvers of tomorrow. And how we do so is really um, introducing them to STEM topics through play and invention. So these are like toys, but they're very educational. So the the, the children out there don't really realize how much they're learning because it just feels like they're playing with a toy. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, We try to get kids to be introduced to technology. um, And a lot of the things that they use on a daily basis, like their phones or their computer, they're very black boxed. And what we try to do is break that down into easy to understand interactions with things like lights or motors and sensors. And you snap them together in any configuration. You can turn ideas into inventions. So it's super playful, um, but they're really understanding how these circuits come together and how it's connecting to the world around them. What's the background on Little Bits? So Little Bits was created by Canadian-born um, Aya Badir. She was exploring the idea of making electronics more accessible to the everyday person. Um, and so she started creating these easy-to-use magnetic snap-together pieces, and she found that People, no matter their age, their ability, their gender, their nationality, could pick these up and start inventing. Um, And it became really a a launching point um, for not only our consumer STEM toys, but we also have a large reach in education as well because they're so easy to use and students are really engaged when they're using the product. How long have you guys been doing this for? We have been a company for about seven years now. Um, we're a well-funded New York City startup, um, and we have now 20,000 schools who use Little Bits all around the world. How many products do you guys make? Good question. We have, I believe we have about 10 kits um, in our portfolio right now. And as I said, it's split between our consumer audience, so learning at home, and then our education audience where you're um, learning through play in school. 
You know, Aaron, I had the opportunity to make one of the kits, and I just felt like a little kid again, like a 10-year-old. Uh, it, it really brought <laughs> me back. But back then, I would take things apart and then try to figure out how it worked and then put it back together. A lot of times, I would break things yeah. because of that. <laughs> but what I really like about yeah. this is you can follow the instructions, but after a while, you can kind of make your own creation, so you don't really have to follow what the, the design on the box is. That's, that's exactly what we encourage our, our users um, to really think beyond the instructions and to then look around the world um, and you can make your own maybe sibling alarm where you're keeping your little brother out of your room. Maybe it's through a buzzer when you know he's coming into your room or maybe you make it into a launcher where you're throwing pieces of paper at him. Um, it's ultimately meant to be creative and um, personally meaningful to, to the kid or the adult who's using it. Well, it's funny. I, I like Andy. I also used to uh, take apart stuff as well. I think my first computer, I just opened it up and started taking parts out and putting yeah. things back together. And ultimately, we were just <laughs> trying to make our video games play faster. But I wondered um, whether or not uh, these toys are are uh, skewed to more to one gender, or if you sort of see um, either boys or girls sort of um, taking more of an interest. I think in general, STEM has been a male-dominated field, and one of our um, not-so-secret missions a little bit is to get more girls interested in STEM. Aya, our founder, just put out an article recently called, um, If You Need to Get More Women in the Boardroom, You Need to Start in the Playroom, which I think is such a great concept. Hmm. Um, We know that girls um, drop out of STEM field or interest in STEM fields by middle school, so we have a huge opportunity to introduce girls um, to STEM tools and really see themselves in those positions at an early age. And with little bits, a lot of our design choices are geared towards getting more girls into STEM through the way the bits are designed. They're white circuit boards, and so the traditional black or red you might see um, in other products. There are colorful pieces on the end that almost look like candy. And all the inventions that we show um, to our users are really gender neutral. You won't see us putting out like the overly glittered princess castle, nor will you see us making you know a super boy gendered thing. We want people to just feel like invention is for them, no matter what they want to make, and they can customize it depending on their interests. Well, if you had a castle um, that you could program so that a drawbridge opened, you'd <laughs> probably get my daughter to join in pretty quickly. <laughs> Well, she can absolutely make that. Well, you know, Aaron, this is why we wanted to get you on the show because we think this is such a great gift idea because I think when when you're giving gifts for kids, we tend to go on cultural stereotypes of what a boy wants or what a girl wants. But like you said, these are really gender neutral and they're really fun. Like, I can't imagine as a parent what would be better than to build a kit with your son or daughter. It It would just really be a great thing to do during the holidays. Absolutely. The one kit that I would recommend if if you're interested, we have a new Hero Avengers kit, which is based on the Avengers movie, where kids can customize their own arm gauntlet, um, and it actually is codable too, so you get to introduce your your kids to coding concepts at an early age. That sounds Um, good. And same thing, we use all the heroes from the movie in the app, and you'll see a lot of um, female heroines showcase in the app as well. Uh, what kind of ages are we talking about for little bits? We say ages eight plus, um, and I would say really our sweet spot is that eight to 12 range, but you can go as complicated as you'd like within the system. 
Aaron, if people want to get more information about Little Bits or even purchase it as a holiday gift idea, where should they go? You can visit our website, littlebits.com. Um, we're also available on Amazon. That was Erin McKay. She's the Senior Product Strategy Lead of Education over at Little Bits. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Barrar here filling in for Mike Agarbo. I'm joined in studio with AJ Vickery. Uh, we've got an open line on Get Connected. If you listen to our last interview, we were talking about the little bits. These are what's called STEM toys. Uh, and so what we're going to do is open the phone line. First caller is going to win, provided they can tell us what STEM stands for. Sean, are you there? Yes. Sean, do you know what STEM stands for? Yes, science, technology, uh, engineering, mathematics. Yeah, ah, there you go, Sean. <laughs> Sean, how old are you? Ten. You're ten years old? Yeah. Have, have you heard about little bits before? No. Sean, do you like space? Do you like the outer space? Sort of. Because what we're going to do, Sean, you just won yourself the Space Rover Inventor Kit. So now you're going to be able to make a nice little invention all by yourself or maybe with the help of your parents. So, Sean, we're going to keep you on the line. We're going to get your name and your mom or dad's email, and then we're going to ship that out to you as soon as possible. Congratulations, Sean. Thank you. Ready to go, buddy. I hope you uh, enjoy the Space Rover Inventor Kit from Little Bits. We've got an open line here on Get Connected. It is the holiday season, so we're going to give you some buying advice, or if you have a tech issue that you're trying to solve that you don't know how, you've got to give us a call. We'll help you out. The numbers, once again, anywhere in the Metro Vancouver area, 604-280-9898. And if you're calling across this beautiful country of ours, one 877 399-9898. Let's uh, jump over to Aaron. Aaron, are you there? Yeah. What can we do for you? Um, I was calling to win the thing. Oh, but, you didn't uh, get the I'm rover. So close. <laughs> so close, yet so far. I hope you weren't trying to win it for yourself. Hopefully there was a young one that you were trying to uh, win it for. Definitely. It was for my kids. Uh, how old are they? Uh, one six and one seven. Well, you know, Aaron, I definitely recommend that you check out these little bits because they're right at that ripe age. Uh, they got a, a whole array of kits. I got like super excited about this age. I feel like a little kid every time I look at these little bits because, like we said, we used to have to take everything apart and put it back together. Here, you get the components and you can make whatever you want. Yeah, well, I like the fact that uh, on the news last week you built that uh, good guitar and that, you had such a good time doing that. I know. So you could just see. Like, I'm, like, see it I'm a little eyes. 10-year-old yeah. again and I'm doing this on live television, so that was uh, a really fun fun thing to do uh, uh, on the global news. Hey, while we're waiting for calls to come in, uh, have you um, seen anybody who's got the Instapot on their Christmas list? You know what? It's funny. Instapot is one of those viral, like, things on the internet where it just took off and yeah. everybody is getting them. It's very, very popular these days. What I'm trying to figure out is, like, like I don't get the tech in it. Like, like... Well, okay, okay, I have an Instapot. I was an early adopter because, you know, I'm always trying to be, like, more efficient in the kitchen. Yeah. And so it, it actually connects with an app. So if you're trying to make, like, porridge, oh, you can do it the night before, set it all up, and then it, it does it. You can cook chicken in it. Like, what do, you, what do you mean? When you wake up, you just grab your smartphone and say, start start my porridge? Yes, oh, yes, okay. yes. Okay. You can, it, yeah. it all connects via Bluetooth. Uh, I also got this other grill. I don't know if you've seen it. We covered it on the show, the Opti Grill. Have you heard about this? Yes. It's like a George Foreman grill, but it connects to your phone. Yeah. So you can say exactly how you like your steak. If you want it medium rare, you can dial it right in, and then it will give you a push notification when it's done. Okay, but what is the, like, what's the, I know we got to get to callers, but what is the, 
you know, the test of these things that where they make sense. I, I tried the toothbrush uh, that Oral-B came out with yeah. that connects to your phone. And yeah. it basically is telling me that I'm brushing my teeth too hard. Yes, like, yes. Really? I, I know. Some are hits and some are, are, are misses. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump to the phone lines. Uh, Donna, are you there? Hello? Hi. I was just wondering if this toy is available at any, like, London drugstore or anything? Uh, you know what? They are kind of like a, a startup from the New York area, so they might not be available in like a typical brick and mortar store. But if you go on Amazon, I know they have it up there. I had checked out all the different types of kits. Um, but I know AJ's quickly looking to see if it's available at London Drugs, but the fact that they're a startup, kind of a small startup, uh, they might have kind of like an online type of retailer and not in the typical brick and mortar. Not, not in the brick and mortar. I, I was going to go up to London Drugs and check with them, but um, I just thought I'd ask you guys first. <laughs> yeah, and a good idea is if you're looking for gift ideas, just look uh, Google STEM toys for kids. There are so many out there, and I, I'm a huge proponent, uh, fan of them because they really can teach a lot while they're playing, and it's just one of those great gift ideas. Yeah, well, my great-grandson's eight and a half, so he's right in that oh, category, he's in and he's, he's a Lego whiz, so I figured this would be oh, this a really great thing, you know? Absolutely. Uh, definitely get someone or, or yourself to check online for little bits. I think he would love it uh, if it was under the Christmas tree. Uh, we're going to quickly jump over to Dave. Dave, what can we do for you? I'm just listening to the show, regular listener, and um, 62 years old. I can remember Christmas my parents, like five kids, right? And you'd get the Meccano set, you get the little steam engine, chemistry sets, Lego sets, everything like that where everybody had to like put in a little bit of work, which is super nice at Christmas for families and for, you know, three boys too. I, I agree. And that's what I really like about these little bits is even if as an adult, you're going to want to play with this. And I can't think of anything better than to have, you know, families building stuff together. It's, it's just a perfect thing to do during the holidays. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Barrara in studio, filling in for Mike Agarbone, joined with AJ Vickery. Uh, we've got an open line. We're taking your tech questions, calls. If you need some buying advice for the holiday seasons, you couldn't have two better guys to give you suggestions uh, for just that. Uh, we talked about little bits, but, you know, we got to talk about the, the older people What's as well. What's on your tech? Uh, you know what? I hope my parents aren't listening right now because uh, we reviewed this product and I liked. I got it all set up and it was working. And I'm like, oh my god, I have to give my parents this. Mm. Now it's from a company called Nix Play, and it's a digital photo screen. And you've, you've, you've seen I, it in yeah, the it's office. Awesome. It's awesome. So here's how it is. It, it's basically like you know you would take a photo and you you would have it in your living room. Well, this is a digital photo screen, and what you can do is you take pictures on your smartphones. You can create a Google Photos folder and then push those photos directly onto this digital screen. So almost in real time. So theoretically, if you're with the kids and you're on a vacation and you're taking these photos, you can then send it over to the grandparents and they could be sitting in the living room and then these fresh photos just keep coming up. It is a great idea. And AJ, I set it all up because I was really, I was like, is this going to work or not? And it works. And you can share the albums with other people. So if you have brothers and sisters and everybody has kids, you can create a collection of all the kids' photos and then send it to someone like the grandparents. That is such an awesome idea. And, um, and the, like I was looking into this last year and it hadn't really like, they were there, but I wasn't really super happy with how difficult it was to push the content yes. to the to the device because that's what you want to do, right? Like you literally want to be able to take a picture of your kid and have your grandparents 
have that show up in the feed like yeah. relatively easily. So, so what so. I'm going to do is I'm going to sneak into my parents' house when they're not home one day, yeah. set this all up, and they're going to be like, what is this? And, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the grandparents, uh, grandkids are just coming up and they're just going to, it's going to melt their heart. Again, it's, uh, it's called a company called Nick's Play. It's N-I-X. P-L-A-Y. You got to check it out. Uh, it's a fantastic gift idea for, for grandparents. Are you going to ask me what's on my list? Yes. I well, won't. it sounds like you want me to ask you what's on your list. <laughs> uh, I would like an electric vehicle. Electric vehicle. <laughs> Is that too big? Uh, yeah. <laughs> electric car. Like a, like a Tesla? Is that what you're looking for? I was thinking, I don't know. What do you think? I, I was thinking uh, the Audi just came out with the e-tron. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That looked pretty cool. Well, I mean, you, you go big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, another great gift idea. You know, we, we always talk about these robotic vacuums. You know, everyone knows about the Roomba. They got a new Roomba. And, I saw that. And did you see the, the, the solution? They solved a big problem yes. with robot vacuums. Totally agree. And this is the problem. It does all this work, but it has a little bin. So it gets full and you still have to manually take that bin out and yep. clean it. Yep. And what they've and done. And it's a small bin. It's a small bin. Yeah. So you have to constantly do this or it'll get yeah. clogged up. So and, if you're on vacation for a week and it's cleaning. Yes. Now. They got the new Roomba. I believe it's the Roomba i7 Plus. i7 Plus. And it's got a, a little like garbage dispenser. So when it goes and charges, it will take that all that gunk and then put it into like a garbage bag that's built into it. Yeah, it's kind of like um, uh, as soon as it parks, and if you're familiar, familiar with the Roomba, you know it parks to charge. Then what happens is is it's almost like the it's the garbage that's in it gets sucked out. Yes. And 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 sucked into a bigger container yes. and that container can hold several compartments about 30 about Thir 30 yeah 30 compartments full of the stuff and then once in a while you just go in and you empty that one and it's a little bit higher too so you don't even have to bend over to, to empty the vacuum there is one catch though <laughs> there is one catch in this whole thing yeah. you have to buy their bags yes. they, they always get you you know they always it's like that razor model or yeah. the printers right no, it's like the uh, it's like the uh, coffee makers right that's right and espressos or whatever yeah, yeah yeah you've invested in the in the hardware and now you have to keep buying it yeah. uh, it's but you know what it is a uh, it does solve that huge problem that we've seen with robotic vacuums out there and they've gotten really good when i saw the picture of it i thought it was too big you know but um but in when it when we actually set it up i realized oh actually it's an it's actually still quite small it's yes. not a big ugly garbage can yeah and what's really cool is in the app you can say oh if it's just like the bedroom you want to clean or the dining room you can set it all the up and it will plan. go directly yeah. it will go directly to that room <laughs> clean the room and then go back it's uh, it's it's definitely a. Uh, it's not cheap though. No. You know how much it costs? Uh, um, let me guess. Uh, five ninety nine. Twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars for a robotic vacuum. You know, next, it's like next year. Five. It's like, whatever happened to brooms? <laughs> I just get a nice broom. Well, you know? look at Dyson's. You know, you can't get a Dyson for less than eight hundred bucks. Yeah, but and what's really interesting with Dyson is. You know, the battery technology has gotten so good. There's like, we're not making corded vacuums ever again. Right. The, the, the battery has gotten so well that they can get the same suction that they had with the corded one. So it really shows like the evolution of technology because the batteries are, was the, that was the main hurdle. You ever know anyone to need to replace a battery on a Dyson? Uh, no, hmm. but I know people that have like the V6, they're always... Uh, upset about the battery life. That's like 20, 25 minutes on yeah. their highest speed. Yeah. But the newest one, the V8 or no, the V10, yeah. sorry, that one is amazing. Um, it, it, you know, once you go cordless, you'll never go back to yep. a cord. Of course. Even like uh, power tools, the, yeah. all the power tools now, like you can get table saws that are battery powered. A miter saw that's battery powered. Like mm -hmm. the technology has really gotten to that point. Well, the cool talking about uh, um, 
tools. Uh, the the cool thing about some of the new um, tech tools is that you can get drills that you can actually like set to not work at certain times. You can actually like control a bit of the functionality over them. So like if you lend it to a buddy and say, hey, you can use this for two days, yeah. you can set it at the end of that two days not to work anymore so that he's prompted to give it back. <laughs> well, they, they actually they're doing that in the, in the tools themselves so that if you say... Um, or a gardener, or you have a company that does landscaping, yeah. you can actually have like a battery powered uh, weed whacker yeah. and then monitor how much it's being used. So you know your guys are out there doing the work. So you, you know, the, the technology is there. It, everything's connected have to the internet. Have you ever seen internet. Ferris Bueller where he just puts the. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Berarin here in studio, filling in for Mike Agarbo and joined, of course, with AJ Vickery. We've got an open line. If you need any tech advice or buying, advice for the holiday season, you can give us a call. The numbers once again, 604-280-9898. If you're calling anywhere across Canada, the number is 1-877-399-9898. So AJ, I knew this day was going to come and it, and it happened. Netflix increased their prices. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so this is really interesting because we kind of know what's going to happen. They, 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 if you look at the business model and they're making all this original content, they got to get the money from somewhere and they got the user base. They got us hooked on Netflix. So now they're incrementally charging more for all the different types of packages. Yeah. I guess the only difference is this is one of the bigger price jumps that uh, we've ever seen. So, um, you know, and I think the big one, if you're on a family plan, you're going to see that jump go up by about $3. I wonder if a, a lot of people are going to take that and be like, you know what, maybe I should take a break from Netflix. I actually did that. Believe it or not. I took a break from Netflix, but I came back. I just couldn't. Well, here's something that's uh, interesting to consider. Um, cause I think that's a really great point. Um, it's, always been very difficult to take a break from traditional ser services that you're subscribed to because there's usually, you know, tech in the home, like think of, you know, your television or something, they got a cable box. It's not like you can really like cut it off and yeah. then start it back up. But Netflix, you can kind of do that. Yeah. yeah. You're not locked in. No. It's month to month. So if, you can leave anytime you yeah. want. Like if they're, if the next, you know, season of whatever big series is not coming out for a few months and that's, you know, you can sort of take a little breather. You know what's funny is I I found out even though I took a break from Netflix, they offered me one month free again mm. before when I tried to sign back up. So hey. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys you guys got it good. You you really know how to keep people well, on there. Well, I, there's a, you know um, I know there's not a lot of time left, but the the um, when I think about Netflix, you know, going up to thirteen bucks or or ten dollars for a single account, uh, it's not a lot of money to get some great content. But yes. the problem is. Um, You've also got your Spotify account. You've got your Apple Music account. You've got your, you know, you start looking at all these different accounts that you have for these different uh, content services you subscribe to, and you start to realize, like, wow, I'm in 60, 70, 80 bucks yeah, a and month. And your internet on top of that. And your internet on top of that. So, so then it starts to become like, how do you go back and compare to your traditional content service that you would have had through your TV provider or whatnot, and actually like measure those two values against each other? So it is. Uh, it is a bit tricky when these prices do go up because they don't seem necessarily that big, but when you put it all together, yeah. it starts that up. And you know what? The streaming, there's a lot of competition now in the streaming world. Of course, Amazon with Amazon Video, yes. which which comes automatically if you're a Prime subscriber. Yeah. Now but you Prime got Prime subscriber is a cost, a monthly fee. And, yeah. or, uh, or an annual fee, annual I think fee, you can yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, also, now you have Crave, where they did a, a partnership with HBO. So yeah. that you, if you want HBO, now you have to get a Crave subscription, which is like $20 a month. Yes. So. And then, not only that, Disney is going to have their own streaming service yes. as well for all the Disney content, including Star Wars. So if you're a fan of that, you're going to be paying. 
So we might end up paying a lot of money now yeah. for these streaming services. Yeah, I think one of the big things, I don't know about you, but how many people actually share their Netflix account oh, yeah. across a few different households yeah. or whatever. And I think this is where now you're going to look at it and go, okay, well, all those people that are using my Netflix for free might need to start anting up. Yeah, no, that's uh, <laughs> that's always an awkward conversation, you know, like when somebody's like using your Netflix account and you're like, uh, you know, I, it's been a been a while now. Yeah. You should probably get your own, yeah. right? Cause, cause, or like send a case of beer over or something. Yeah, like help. <laughs> like everybody does that. And that's why they created those packages, right? Because of, of course, if you're in a family and everyone's watching Netflix on their own device, uh, you're going to need that family plan. Otherwise, you'll get kicked off. Yes. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting time. I wonder, I still wonder if people will maybe take a break from Netflix. I think it's healthy to do. Well, I, you know, again, it just comes down. I think there's a lot of people that just realize that there's nothing really left for them in Netflix that they're looking for. And they've, you know, um, unless they're going to really go hard and start to search through the tons of content that they have in there, you might think that, you know, I'll come back in a little while. It'll still be there. Although sometimes they pull shows off. Yes. Yes. So you you could miss out, but uh, I got a great tip. If you really like documentaries, I'm really into documentaries. There is a streaming site called Curiosity Stream and it's only like $4 US a month. And it's just like Netflix except docs. So I learned so much about quantum physics. (laughs) And then after a while I was like, you know what? I got to get back onto uh, Netflix because uh, it's just too much. It was too heavy uh, docs over there. Uh, looks like we're out of time. Don't forget to like our Facebook page. Just go on to Facebook and type Get Connected Media and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Get Connected TV Show, all one word on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. We got lots of different tech reviews and products, gadgets, gizmos, even little bits is on there. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.